this time. Or be serious. <laughs> okay. Um, hi guys. Um, welcome back to. I, I, we've been away. This is actually quite. It's been very long. How long? A year. Is it no, up to a year? It's not a I think it was. Uh, it's been long since like. <laughs> Lucky, but be generous. Yeah. No, 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 no. I stop. I'm not that bad. Since okay, like okay. maybe June or so. Okay. But it was for a good reason. I like to point that out. I just don't want to share the reason, but it was for a good reason. Uh, okay, yeah. if you say so. Obviously, you can hear another terrible voice in the background. Oh my god. Um, no. My friend, a goat. I'm not a goat in Jesus' name. <laughs> I, reject, I reject it. Please, it's no cussing here. A friend, a uh-huh. goat. No, um, what is. Oh my god, stop this now. I like, her name is something, but I like to call her Gum Gum. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, what's your name? You cannot say nice things. That's all. Oh, she's she's a daughter of Zion. Hmm. You know, she's a she's a this and a that. Hmm. Ah, <laughs> wow. Nice. Okay. Hi guys. My name is Chia Zagum. Precious. Aka Gum. Oh my God. Gum Gum. But yeah. So welcome back to Reason Army, um, podcast. Um. I'm glad. Am I glad to be here? I mean, you have to be glad. Okay, bro. You're in my presence. Okay, bro. <laughs> but I'm actually glad to be here. Yeah. Yep, yep. And it, it feels kind of good doing this again, to be quite honest. Because mm. the text that I've gotten, Chinedu, huh. why did you stop? Where where do you run to? Etc. I don't know. You kind of just made. So you're popular. I'm, I'm a spec guy. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I never expected that. No, no, but honestly, it's a lot of people have actually texted and like, you should, you should. Yeah, so this is getting back. Even though I like to reiterate, it was for a reason. Okay. So, but yeah. Anyways, so today we're talking about something very, very. Hmm, I'm about to say something that I've come off very, very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> something very fine. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about gold. Gold. So when you think of gold, what comes to mind? What do you, like? Do you even think gold has like what do you call gold in Igbo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Actually, don't say that. Anyway, so basically, we are going to be talking about as he said. I don't know. I'm just repeating what he said. Gold. Mm. I think I'm kind of tense. Well, God help me that. It's because she's in my presence. It's fine. I I get I get uh, all these comments a lot. Please. I understand. Disregard. I understand. Disregard whatever I say. So, uh, yeah. So basically, gold. Everybody knows gold is like a precious metal. Is metal? Mm -hmm. Mm Mhm. It is. So gold is like a precious metal and all that stuff. So today we are just going to be looking at how we are looking at gold in. how do I put it now? How it relates to us, it relates to us as Christians, you know, um, the process and God Himself who refines us. So yeah. Yeah. So the first thing for me when we're when myself and Gongo were talking about it. You're not going to give this up. No. Okay. So when Gongo and I were talking about gold, one thing that stood out was first Peter two nine. It says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Oh, by the way, if you're hearing any buzzing in the background, just know it's her fan that's that near her. <laughs> First Peter 2.9, but you're a royal... 
<laughs> but you are chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession to proclaim <laughs> the virtues of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. God will help us. But honestly, yeah, that, that's, it just really stood out to me concerning gold because um, when I was reading this, I saw a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation. When I think of those three things, something that unifies that is gold. Because when you see gold, gold, gold is like the choicest thing, like the choicest metal. People yeah. look at it and just go, chai, I want to get that, you know? Just sparkling, just... Sparkles. <laughs> like, it looks really good. Like, people choose gold, and then you are a royal priesthood, and then you are holy, and gold just... Um, aligns very well with those three. It's and gold holy. My dear, <laughs> is wood holy? <laughs> is wood holy? Well, N- not necessarily it's being holy, but yeah. what it's used to um, represent. Not literally, sense, not anyway. literally anyway. So, like when you see things um, meant to be consecrated as such, like mm. in the OT, you see um, things like the Ark of the Covenant, or even like some. Um, certain objects they're often made of gold so yeah that was just why that really resonated with me and then royal priesthood so when you think of first royal that tells you that i mean they're like a king sort of Mm. when i think of kings i think of swords and all those king arthur type of stuff but then i also think of like a crown and i think of gold same thing too with the priests of old most of the things gold so it just really unified everything for me but then how do you feel knowing that God sees you as gold? Well, to start off, like, it would be... How do I put this now? There are times that even currently, it's hard to... It's hard to actually believe what God has said. You know, this huh? walk is like, okay, we live by faith and by faith alone. We don't live by how we feel. So, it sometimes it's very difficult to feel that, you know... I am actually quite precious to someone because life has shown a lot. Her name is Precious, by the way. (laughs) Catch the (laughs) phone. Oh my God. (laughs) So it's hard sometimes to be seen as precious, even if my name is Precious. Because life has shown. Okay, 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 okay. So I've already. Anyways, as I was saying, please. Ah, Chinedu, don't distract me. Anyway, as I was saying. Um, it can be hard to see yourself as precious because life has thrown situations or circumstances at you that makes you feel like you are anything but precious. It makes you feel that okay, there's no worth, there's no, there's nothing actually beautifying about, beautiful about you rather. So you go through life, you know, saying okay, this is how I think I am. But God actually now, when you find God and you know, He reveals to you that okay, you are like gold to me. You are precious to me. You are holy you are set apart to me you know sometimes it can be very overwhelming but um i feel that it's actually a very warming and calming um it's just a very warming and calming thing to do because when you just find out that okay god actually sees you he actually knows you you know and he sees you as something very very precious to him like it can just make you very calm and just make you find rest in that knowledge that you're actually quite precious to god yeah because when you think about it really he says that you were bought at a price right mm, and yes it's at an expensive price it's nothing it's not like you're going to the market to go and buy you know 
chewing gum or something like that. It's... I don't look the best when I'm with Master. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll just glide, <laughs> just, just glide away from that. You know, I'm still with that picture. Okay, it's okay. But uh, that would actually be a no, 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 don't do that. But Let's continue. Anyways, it's, it's just a thing of how I say when you know that you're both like at a price like you're not you're not cheap at all mm. and when i think about it sometimes like the, what you said i don't i'm like am i really that cool like am i really that person that is mm. how i say it's worth it so I, I want us to check out first peter please fashion the fact that we're sounding like we're serious we're actually quite serious but i want us to check out first peter um chapter one from verse five to seven um specifically verse seven it says these have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold which perishes even though refined by fire may result in praise glory and honor when jesus christ is revealed Mm. when i read this part which we're going to see later on um, how it applies but then just this verse 7 seeing that part that says of greater worth than gold your faith that mm. is of greater worth than gold when you are refined and you're, when Christ is basically revealed in you mm. I'm just thinking that oh even that that we think that we are that's gold that you know we think that we are God is saying no chill come you are even more than that mm. so to me it's there is just this thing of again can I really accept it though can somebody really value me up to that extent yeah i feel like we like whether we like it or not that's how it is so Mm. the choice is up to you do you understand like i remember couple like couple of months back i i was faced with a decision to make what decision it's none of your business give us the gist none of your business you why have you not been on the podcast why have you not been on the podcast please free me so basically i was faced with a decision and I was I was battling there was a lot of there was a lot of unrest in my heart and I was speaking to someone and I said you know that I don't know what to do because it feels that if I don't do this thing like I might piss God off you know like I might piss him off and and um he might just he would like that would that would just make me feel some certain kind of way and the person said something to me he said um whether you do what you do what he's asking you to do or you don't do it doesn't stop him from loving you anyways so it's like so that even made me you know want to obey you know sometimes you can take it the wrong satan might use that particular thing that person said and manipulate it that so if you actually disobey you know like it's fine god still loves you and everything but if you really love somebody, you will not deliberately want to hurt that person. True. Or you will not deliberately want to do something that will cause that person pain. So basically, like, um, can you take it back to that verse, basically? So, yeah, so, yeah. Then these have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, then of greater worth than gold, which perishes, even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. So what this scripture is actually trying to tell us is that your faith actually is is the actual currency. It's not gold. It's not what you have. Okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you have that can guarantee internal life. It's your faith that is actually the currency. Because at the end of the day, when we all die and 
and we we face eternity you know is that who did you believe in did you believe in jesus christ the son of god and did you actually live your life according to um the faith in the son of god i think paul said that i can't remember where he said that so that is like of much importance so and he says that you know there's okay i'm going to get to the final part Abby. yeah so i was i was literally about to jump in there so we already <laughs> know that okay we've seen that okay we are gold mm. right he has said that we are gold yeah but then like verse 7 points out in that first peter 1 5 1 7 it says um even though refined by fire and i think that it's really so important to talk about that refining process because mm. gold is refined so if you can do yourself the favor of just like looking at the picture of gold in its raw form it doesn't exactly look pretty it's mostly black i'm actually not seeing if you google it you see right it's it it looks it looks black like black with like yellow tints and stuff like that it's not the best and it has a lot of impurities yes the main like gold gold itself okay she's opened it up that is not pretty <laughs> yeah like oh it's, it has a lot of impurities like other metals that are mixed in there and stuff like that and it's until you, you refine it that you know the real essence the real thing comes out Right. okay yeah so basically um using that illustration of refining gold and ha- gold having a lot of impurities when um you know when gold is got it's not like how i put it now when you give for instance when you come to god you know you come with a lot of baggages true you know you i know with- i did <laughs> serious okay. baggage. Okay. <laughs> serious baggage okay god so- thank you Sha. <laughs> So you go with a lot of baggages here, yeah? and at that point, God doesn't just say, "Oh, this person has a lot of baggage. Let me just throw this person away." No, like I'm just saying, God won't do that. But I'm just trying to make it as um, understandable as possible. Mm-hmm. So you come to God, and you have a lot of baggages and a lot of things that you're carrying and a lot of things that you're dealing with, you know. And God starts that journey with you. Starts first of all by accepting you because you've accepted Christ. So it's like saying that you've gone to mine for gold, and the moment you see that gold, obviously it's not pretty. So yeah. but you don't just throw the entire, don't throw it don't throw the entire thing away. You exactly. first accept that okay, there is actually gold in this thing, and when I refine it, you know something's going to come out of it, and that is the way God. That is the way God sees us. So when we first receive Christ, I know that whole this thing like ah God, you know God loves you as you are, and you're like why does He love me like that? Because there's something that God sees in you that you don't see in yourself. And sorry, just to butt in here, when I shared like my own like testimony of like Hallelujah change and everything you share was, the testimony Madu. guy you don't you don't follow this podcast you're just new here oh my you god okay. but like when i shared like my my whole story back then <laughs> and stuff one of the things that some people actually reached out to me concerning was that oh i've maybe been through something similar or even worse mm. and i don't think that god can love me mm. or how can you say that god can love me and i think that um having that type of thoughts or or even having that type of feeling is is actually the devil whispering lies in your ears because he didn't the price he paid for you is hefty i mean he loves you unconditionally and i think i can understand why it's mind-boggling but it doesn't mean that it's not it's not true so to say right yeah so basically like as you you said something now god i lost my train of thoughts <laughs> i was already graduated he said something about satan yeah satan um 
What did you just say now? He's telling lies. Yes, he's telling lies because you know it's saying that if something costs so like so much, like something so expensive, you know, and that like and how do I put it now? Sometimes we believe lies of Satan because we don't know how much like how much Christ actually gave for us. Do you understand? Yeah. Like if we knew how much he has given us, what he gave up just so that he could have us to himself. Do you understand? We'll walk in so much freedom and liberation and all that. And it would even help um it would even help is it first Peter five that we opened? No, first Peter one. One, sorry. Yeah. So <clears throat> It would it would help you it would help basically in how you see yourself and how you carry yourself so i'm going to continue from what i i was saying from first peter 1 7 and you know that your faith actually is the actual currency that you need you know god is trying to strengthen your faith and your belief your belief in him so as i was saying that when you now accept you know you've accepted gold that you know despite it doesn't look pretty now but you believe that after due process and due refining and all that that um it's going to look it's going to be better so then that's the same thing god does with um, god does with us that he would um Refine us, yes, yes, he'll accept us, then refine us. Now, in that refining, it's not always easy. Yeah, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's going too fast. So, with the refining, Uh oh my god, am I going too fast? Uh, No, 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 even if like when you see raw gold normally it gets refined right mm. and it gets refined how true ding 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 ah! <laughs> <laughs> true fire right it gets refined true fire and when i thought about it i'm like oh gets refined through fire there's so many things that you know come to mind concerning that but the part the paramount one for me was that okay god is the one that's refining us yes mm. okay and God is the fire, yes? Yeah, don't want to jump in now. Wait, now it's a question. Yes, Answer. It's yes. my podcast. Chill, just relax. Oh, okay? so you relax. can do whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, cool, See, cool, relax. Cool, cool. Just chill. I'll open chill. my YouTube channel soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's the fire. Well, like, he takes us in like in the fire, right? And I want us to check out real quick um, Exodus. Well, not Exodus. First Kings. First Kings chapter 18. So it's a story of Elijah um, with the prophets of Baal and, you know, he sets up this altar um, for sacrifice. He puts like, they dig a trench that's really um, wide. You should check it out. It's 1 Kings chapter 18. So they they dig a trench. It's really um, wide. They put um, wood, rather they they put up stones on the soil. They make the altar. They put wood. He puts the sacrifice on the wood. Then they pour water on the bull. They pour water and it fills the trenches. They pour water like four times. And specifically in verse 38 of First Kings chapter 18, it says, Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, and the dust. And it licked up the water in the trench. And I read that part. I was just like, oh, more. Yeah, like, drop my phone. Like, <laughs> see, just relax. The rema is coming. But like he literally said that the fire took up the sacrifice you know the altar was just for the sacrifice mm. it, it took up the sacrifice the wood 
the stones that form the altar, and the, the dust. dust, like so particularly you mentioned the dust, the dust and all the water that was all around it, it licked it up. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> if this is your fire that's about to come and refine me, let me just probably stay on impure my on my own, like the way I am. Mm. And I feel like it's something that, especially when you're coming new to Christ or even when you're in Christ, regardless of how long, mm. sometimes it can be very daunting because the what we see coming you know during that stage of okay this is the time i need to grow this thing needs to be refined like take for instance now let's say i am dealing with a lost problem yeah and i know that this is an impurity because first of all in as much as god accepts us the holy spirit also convicts us and shows us the impurities for ourselves to even see yes not in your head mm. like <laughs> Like, you know, like, so we're aware, right? Let's say, so I have a lost problem. And instead of me to um, deal with it, I just, I know that, I, I know the things that need to come for me to, and I know I need to put in the work pretty yeah. much for that to be dealt with. Yeah. I don't need to, you know, be um, absent-minded about it. There's, yeah. a, there's a, an amount of work that comes with dealing with that. Yeah, like you have a part to play. Yeah, like, exactly, you have a part to play and the spirit has its part to play, right? But his part, his, his, sorry, dear, no vex. <laughs> the spirit has his part to play, yes. so it's it's a thing of me seeing the work and all the extra that needs to come with it, and I'm just like, ah. Because oh, you're I, even thinking that you are you are showing majority of the problem. Meanwhile, exactly. you're actually doing a very little a very thing little part of it. That's that's so true. Doing. This is why Gongo masters. Yeah. Oh ah, <laughs> they are just choking me. Ah, I said no, this is why Gongo has sense. It's still, it's still you. an insult. Apologize on your podcast so that people will see that you are a son of God. Moving on ever so swiftly. Oh my God! <laughs> you are rude. You are very rude. But honestly, we're saying that most times people think of it and they're just like, ah, it's just a lot. Mm. Like, let me just probably stay the way that I am. Because I know that it has happened to me before. There are times when, oh, God has, you know, convicted me of certain things and I know that ah, I'm meant to probably put in the work or mm. I'm meant to leave certain habits or leave certain people yeah. and in my mind before i go i'm just i'm already seeing the stress that comes with you know being refined so to say and i'm yeah. just like eh, let me just stay where i am and you know the point is staying where you are is even worse off than where and you that's started. the thing it's, it's worse off, off right yes it's worse, it's worse off but then i'm looking back again at first kings 18 and it's like oh my god is just about to rain down fire all the fire upon me like like destroy everything mm. but then the funny thing is he won't so the thing about gold is when you're dealing with gold when you're smelting gold um you're refining gold you mm. don't just pour the fire in this universe if not you'd you'd kind of destroy it yeah there's a certain degree there's a certain degree so there is a temperance that comes with dealing with gold it's kind of like when you're dealing with chocolate yeah I like food, so pardon me. Okay, so when you're dealing with like making chocolates, you get yeah. there's a speed you need to use when you're like um, tempering the chocolate. There's a certain heat at some point you have to let it cool down. It's the same thing too for gold. Exactly. But then I'm looking at this and Hebrews, I think it's Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12 um, 29 tells us, For our God is a consuming fire. And I'm just like, Ah, God. <laughs> My own gold has destroyed. <laughs> The impurities, the big gold, everything. Yeah. But then he reminded me of Exodus, um, Exodus twenty four seventeen. Um, 
No, it's not. Sorry, wrong, oh. wrong, <laughs> wrong. That, that was wrong. Exodus three, yeah. Exodus three. When he was when he was um, dealing with Moses. Mm. So I'm just read from verse one. It says, "Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God." There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that and thought the bush was on fire. It did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see the strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses, and Moses said, Here I am. Important thing, verse 2. It says that there were flames on the fire. There were flames of fire within... (laughs) Let's focus. Let's just focus. There, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. As per me, I don't know how to read all. Moses saw, you don't have a good reading voice. Moses saw that the bush was on fire, but it did not burn up. Yeah, so on one hand, we're seeing um, a God that is destroying the soil, the the stones, the water, like down to the dust, like it's all burnt up. And on the other hand, we're seeing fire that's on a bush, but it's not burning it up. And it's just like two opposites, really, mm. for me. And when I thought about it and I asked God why, he showed just how intentional he is in dealing with us. Yeah. Where he doesn't, um, what's it called? He doesn't move to the point where, you know, you're all burnt up and, you know, it's all just so terrible. But then at the same time, he doesn't... Um, he knows how to kind of like let things cool down mm. so you're getting the right temperament at the right time the way you're meant to like the way gold is meant to be handled yeah what do you think sister of god <laughs> <laughs> Funny. so basically like i feel that as you said it's very correct that um god has different um degrees of how he refines us and all that However, I feel that the fire of God, like the refining fire of God, is to actually burn out things, like impurities yeah. that are in people, like in us, rather. So at the same time, like what, when you were speaking, something came to my mind, and he said that those that compare themselves to themselves are not wise. So sometimes God can be refining somebody else, and be like, ah, that person is only so sweet, exactly. that I want something like that. Exactly. And you try to, you try to, you know, you are trying to, align yourself with somebody else's dealing with god and you find out at the end of the day you're not making headway or you're even getting yourself into worse troubles than like you were in initially i remember there's, a, there's this particular chick that um i really mm, admire just... her okay bro <laughs> I, I really admire her work with god and everything and i i used to compare myself with this girl a lot like a lot spell a lot like capital a l o t exclamation mark like times one thousand like a lot like i would stalk her i would do a lot of things and so there's a time i was reading her blog and she said that she used to deal with gossip and everything and i don't i like i didn't have a problem with gossip because sometimes i didn't like to i don't like to not sometimes most times like i don't like talking about people behind their backs something i can't say in front of them because i wouldn't feel guilty when i see them i don't know how to now be nice because i've said something bad about you so like it was always like that and until that day that i read her blog i was like ah so she dealt she was dealing with gossip that um ah do i even have that kind of thinking that oh have i been gossiping or something like that Mm. and loki i found myself gossiping (laughs) (laughs) like guy like loki as in 
I would gossip about play, I would gossip about a lot of people and now it's now a problem for me you know and God is actually helping me you know but it's like you compare yourself with somebody and not you are now um you are now even carrying their problems again so I feel that sometimes it is very easy and you know to compare yourself with some what somebody else is going through that oh maybe God is not so harsh on that person you know if for instance if God is refining let's use the case for lost for instance mm-hmm. and you know God you know your problem is with lost and God is actually dealing with you and working with you through it so he's trying to tell you to have a pause on like relationships or trying to um teach you about purity of the heart or sexual purity like of the heart or even physically and you see that somebody else like God's dealing with somebody else is that you know he's um you know, maybe he's maybe the person started dating somebody hmm. and the relationship looks all glamorous and everything and in your head <laughs> shut up in <laughs> your head they're like ah why why is god not why is god not bringing someone my way why am i like this like why am i single and everything and you're not gonna put yourself in a relationship auntie brother <laughs> yeah in deep soup because you are trying to make somebody else's deal in your own exactly. and you're not patient to know where god will bring you god did not say that oh he's not going to bring you someone but he wants to deal with your heart posture first before he even brings you know some and that's the and that's yeah. the beautiful thing about god kind of like what she leaned, leaned into a bit that he's intentional about each of us so his dealings with me um, can, be different. can be different from how you'll be dealing with gongo and it's to be different from like the next person mm. it's it's never always just like the same one size fits all for different for different people because we are different exactly yet, even if we're twins and like identical twins we're different exactly in, like so many ways so god speaks to us and he knows um he knows us and he loves us so much that he he knows us even more than we know ourselves of course do you know yes yeah so he that formed us and knew us even from the womb that yeah. called us from there he is able to know okay this is the exact thing that my child needs this is the exact type of way to speak to my child this is the type of yeah. you know dealings that i have to give to my child and one thing that i just want to say to everyone is in as much as you see him as oh god god almighty mm. can rain down fire and thunder and slap you mm. he's also the guy uh-huh. that's <laughs> you are very what, what why see, that image come to you your will head be very surprised the way people see god please no i'll be surprised <laughs> but your own you were just like ah slap see, it's based on again it's based off what i know oh please. okay oh african magic <laughs> This thing is too long. Okay. It's just uh, it's it's in as much as you're seeing him as you know that all-consuming fire that's just destroying all yeah. of that. He's also the person that is on the bush and he doesn't allow it to burn. And just mm-hmm. imagine yourself as that bush. In as much as God is the fire, He's removing those impurities. He's still not going to allow you to be burnt by it. If capital, if you would really yield to it. Exactly, because everything he's doing, he's doing out of love. There's something I saw from someone from Bethel who said that if you really understand his nature, you will never question his motives. So if you really understand who... Shut up. If you really understand who he is, you never question what he does. And like when Chesu was speaking, I was like, we should also be careful. You know, when we meet people... I'm, and I'm, like I think I'm learning this and when we meet people and they come to meet us we should be careful not to use our circumstances or our dealings as examples of what sure. we're going through you know tell them the word tell them scripture 
you know understand the pattern of the way god the way god does what he does and tell them that okay this is what happened in scripture and i think you should hold on to this because sometimes you can try and project what we are dealing with on people and they'll feel like oh that's how god is supposed to deal with me meanwhile god is actually doing a different thing exactly. with them so so be careful guys not to like project oh i went through the same thing too you can use that as an encouragement but not the exact don't tell them that if this is the way god yeah. did it with me that's then the same that's way the answer. that's no tell yeah. them scripture because god is he can he's consistent but he he's consistent in like different ways but yeah. his pattern his this his method of doing things like you know his nature is actually the same but he can just have different you know ways of trying to yeah. bring you into that particular point so to that i just want to read out hebrews 12 um starting from verse 1 i think it's 1 and 1 and 2 therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles impurities in brackets and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on jesus the pioneer and perfecter of our faith for the joy set before him he endured the cross scorning with shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of god two important things ladies and gentlemen to pick out here <laughs> you are so dramatic <laughs> let us run with perseverance the race marked for us aka face your front <laughs> just run your race you are not yes you're not you're not doing christianity battle with anybody it's not or... what's, the, what's the name of that game that you pass the battle i don't know really uh-huh. It's, it's not, not you're not yeah it's it's a marathon yeah it's a, it's a marathon even though in general terms like speaking of like the church and whatnot we're saying that from generation to generation it's like a relay but what we're going be saying <laughs> is that you're not shall you shall not fighting anybody it's not i do god pass this person or something like that no. there's no there's no there's no there's no first second third prize that's it there's only one prize and that prize is christ exactly and so the first thing is face your front or my guy just run your race like apostle bonaboy said run your race (laughs) and then then the second thing is fix your eye on jesus so run your race steadily just go your own side and then fix your eye on jesus so you're looking at your front and you're also looking at jesus there's no other person or place you should look towards Mm just that and when you do that you're actually fine and then he goes on to tell us that he also did a lot of things that quote and unquote seemed difficult mm. he endured the cross the shame all of that imagine jesus going through all of that but exactly. then we see the price that came at the end of that so run your race fix your eyes on jesus and then that reward that gold that process you come out of it come looking like you know the speck that you are exactly and the speck actually is actually is christ because yeah. i was looking at verse two and it says for the joy set before him he endured the cross <laughs> he endured the cross it's <laughs> calling his shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of god so i'm going to be picking for the joy set before him so the joy set before him is actually us he thought of us and it's it's you know he wasn't happy happiness is i think someone explained happiness as being you know um when you're just glad like is that you shall like response to an external stimulus but joy, joy is from is the decision. inside exactly your decision. decision like it's you know, it's from emotion. inside it's yeah. how you respond to whatever you're going to 
true from the inside so the joy that was said before christ was actually us because he was looking at the cross and he was looking at the result that will come out from that cross and the result was actually us the salvation of our souls us even you know being one with him being his friends and not just being his friends but being you know sons and co-heads with him you know and that was what he was actually looking at and that's what made him endure the cross and he did not even mind the whole shame imagine the son of the actual son of god going through like going through all that that he went through as Someone a criminal like me right now i'm not i'm not even excited to enter back nowadays it's just there's there's a certain level of... i wanted to actually insult you but i want to keep it inside <laughs> there's a certain level of oh my gosh why like they owe me so for people like me that we enter bike, <laughs> the joy set ahead of me is that I'm going to have car. Right? <laughs> so I'm enduring the cross now of entering Okada and calling it shame. <laughs> Especially if I'm in a bike and maybe she is driving. But anyway, that's the story for now. K, 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 K. Anyway, so the joy set ahead of him was us. So now, what? why, like, it's now like, okay, it's now our turn. You know to actually fix our eyes on christ the pioneer and perfecter of our faith and just because it doesn't say it here it's also going to come with carrying your cross you know you're actually going to carry your cross you're going to endure you are going to it's that's what christ said you pick up your cross and you pick up your cross and you follow me yeah. so there's a part of you dying to yourself dying to your desires refining exactly dying to whatever it is that you want to do and actually bearing you know enduring that cross and scorning your shame because people are going to you know, people are going to, um, they are going to talk about you. They are going to say things that, you know, they are really hurtful. That you know that deep I down, deep relate. down, deep down. They should not be talking to you like this because if you know who I am. But ah. even if you are the richest person, the Babylonia, as far as you're a Christian, you are to pick up your cross, cross and follow Christ. So even if people talk down on you and you account, you have like one, what's the highest level? 250 as of today. 250 million. Is the highest money. Oh, that you can oh, have. I, oh, I thought you, you meant like social media like accounts. No, <laughs> like, no, no. I'm talking like normal oh, money in your account now. Let me say trillion ahead. And you know deep down, maybe you go to a supermarket to buy something and somebody just being unnecessarily rude to you. And deep down your 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 mind is like, Do you do you know who I am? Do you know me? Mm-hmm. And the person is talking to you anyhow, but Christ in you requires that you keep quiet and you endure that and just even apologize for something that you did not do. You know, that is you actually fixing your eyes on Jesus, who is the pioneer and perfecter of your uh, faith. Okay, this is NIV. So, perfecter of your faith. Exactly. So, So we had one more thing to mention, but we're just going to end this here because Precious has found a way, (laughs) Gungum has found a way to, you know, just take up all of our time. Don't mind me. Um, Yeah, so... I thought it was going to be like an hour. I was enjoying the conversation. Uh, we'll, we'll cut it. We don't want to give them part everything. Part one and part two. <laughs> Nigerian Hollywood style. Part yep. one and part two. But yeah, it's it, there's just... So if we could sum up everything we've said. Two, two sentences. Please. <laughs> two sentences. Please do this summarize because my own is essay. Okay. For me, <laughs> summary of everything is you're a speck. God sees you as a speck. Just like that. Just like that. You're not sounding spiritual enough, dear. Wow. <laughs> Thus saith the Lord of hosts. That thou art a speck. <laughs> thou art a speck. And forever shall be a speck. Exactly. But really, though, God God sees you as something amazing. And in as much as he sees Someone you as something... amazing. You have chosen. <sighs> I was... Sorry, yo. That's how it is. Anybody corrects me. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's so much pain in your heart, Sister Gongo. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> but really though god sees us as gold even more than gold right he sees us as amazing people and you should see yourself no less as that and in as much as he sees you as that he still sees um things that need to be worked on and he will take you through that um, season of refining but it doesn't mean that um he's going to just it's going to be all be just terrible he knows how to deal with you he knows how to um how to handle things so really trust in him and trust in the process that you know you're coming out of it better and yeah the emphasis is on growth your front your race not on face your your front and face jesus master jesus can i get an amen amen (laughs) (laughs) so thank you guys Um, all right saints and ain'ts this this was actually so actually it was fun Uh not because she was here Uh, okay bro i mean it's usually fun just by myself but this was Uh, actually fun you guys can tell he's always he's always boring at me (laughs) oh my fan base will come for you what do you mean Bye guys. Well, yeah, this was really fun. So thank you so much. Um please um if you have please just stop. It's okay, sorry. I'm not talking. I'm not talking If you have a question or a comment or whatnot, please um feel free. You can also always reach out like my socials are in the description in whatever podcast player you listen to this on. <laughs> this okay, actually does feel like YouTube now. Yes. You want to say description yes. <laughs> But like you can always reach out, please feel free. And remember it's the reason I'm here we're growing and walking on water together. So yeah. Take care guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>